0: you live from Race City, USA. It's Blind Spotting, the NASCAR podcast from a fresh, personal, and blue-collar take. Race reviews, race previews, the latest news, and more. And
1: now, your hosts, Michael Colbert, Andrew Coates, and Travis Sherrill.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Blind Spotting. This is episode 94. My name is Travis Cheryl, coming to you live from the Cottle Creek compound in Mooresville, North Carolina. I'm joined tonight by Andrew Coates and our third co-host. Well, he's he's not here, but I think we're going to hear from him. Momentarily, I don't know where he is.
1: Location undisclosed, but uh, we got a lot of good show for you tonight. Talk about Daga and the upcoming roval So uh, let's see if we can we can give our third person here
2: a call. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't, can we hear that? Yeah, I, we I can. Bet you can hear that. I can. I don't even know if he'll answer.
0: Oh, hello. Yeah, who is this? Hello, it's Scott Mc. mcclaren Who's calling?
1: Uh, th- this is uh, A- Andrew and Travis from, from Blind Spotting. Uh, who are we speaking
0: oh, yeah. to? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me all right? Nigel said you might be calling. He couldn't be here. He's passed out.
1: Uh oh, we what? lost him. <laughs> we <What>? lost <laughs> Nigel. That's perfect. Oh, not Nigel. Is that- Whoever is. Fr- <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Is this yeah, Nigel? So that's
0: that's what? What'd you do? <laughs> Sit on it or fall? Oh, what happened there? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Uh, you said Nigel was supposed to be there, but he's—he's—he's. He's,
0: he's yeah, not he's, my... he's, he's over in the bathroom. He said, "I gotta go take a whizzer," and that's the last I saw of him. But his lady, Miss Molly, came over, and I have a feeling that uh, well, we may not see. They're seeing quite a bit of each other right now. I'll Leave it at that, eh?
1: Oh, interesting. We'll parts parts unknown. <laughs>
0: Well, well, parts for sure. They'll be known by the end of this evening. But anyway, what can I, what can I do for you, gents? Who is this, Andrew and Travis?
1: Yeah, uh, from from the Blind Spotting podcast. You you oh, don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. We thought this was Michael Colbrus' number, but apparently we've reached we've reached across oh, the Atlantic. Yeah.
0: He, he was here earlier, but he went down to the pub, and when he says, "I'll be back." What he really means is I'll be back tomorrow morning. When oh, I, I see. Sleep it off. He, right, right. Wait a minute. Wait. A, oh, oh. You get so much remember that you guys were calling. He, well, if you, he's coming in now, but if you ever want me to join your show, I hear you guys. Do a great job. I'm not just the chimney sweep for Mary Poppins. I know a few things about. Racing, especially European racing, but either I like NASCARing as well. How about the New Zealander that came over there and whooped all the butts? What do you think about that, huh? McBurger, what's his name?
2: Van Gisbergen?
0: Van Gisbergen, yes, I'll take it cheese on top of that <laughs> i don't uh
2: i don't think we're that desperate for guests yet oh. oh
0: i i don't know i think you might be oh here he is all right guys nice so, to talk to you know? what was your name yeah, again yeah, yeah. that nigel's
2: cousin
1: great
0: yeah well yeah we'll call it a cousin but uh, don't tell us don't tell him i know his mom real well oh yeah, yeah we're cousins all right yeah uncle scotty mclaren let's go with that one yeah yeah Woo. all right i'm gonna go say hey to nigel's mom and here's michael good talking to you boys have a good one. Oh my god what
1: the uh, hell michael <laughs> I, you're meeting <laughs> some new friends I'm sorry i thought i would be back
3: uh i thought i i hope that he didn't i, I hope it was okay i hope he didn't say do anything untoward, untoward no
2: no whatever. just uh Talking about parts and... Gave us lots of edible, deletable material. I mean, you know. Uh, well, I'm sure he gave you some golden nuggets.
1: He did. Sure. Just he, like the casino.
3: with Parts and you know, talk about parts and uh, yeah, things can get a little racy around here at night, okay? If you know what I mean.
1: Hey, <laughs> yeah. Hey.
3: And not huff, just going huff, in circles.
1: <laughs>
3: no, I, right. I like chasing more than my tail, you know?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Well, all, all right. right. Well, let's what jump right up in. To? So we were getting ready to review Talladega. We thought you'd give you a, give you a, a ring there. Look, we thought we'd uh, start with some news first, though. You you good with that? I appreciate it.
3: Absolutely. I'll, I'll add what I can. I will add what I can. Yes, sir.
1: So big news this week. Kyle Busch is selling the farm to Spire. And I don't know where they're getting all this money, but they're buying charters for $30 million and they're buying Kyle Busch Motorsports for $30 million. And Kyle's going to stay on and advise and still run five races a year i'm sure that's for sponsorship so that they keep some cash coming in but uh yeah it's shocking i didn't see that one coming but the switch to chevy i guess chevy must be putting money behind spire well, what do you think Traz, i, I or Michael?
3: overheard i overheard uh i can't uh, reveal from where or from whence i was but i overheard some conversation between let's just say a driver and someone else discussing this very thing and I'll be honest with you. What I heard was there was some confusion from uh, this particular driver that he's not sure what's going on. So it's it's not uh, that it's a well-known thing as to what's what's happening. Huh. It's a little confusing for everybody with regards to what this wholesale sale uh, is for Kyle Busch Motorsports. So I, I, maybe the only people that know what's going on is uh, the Bush family.
1: Maybe. And, um, and, and he did no say he wanted like to... It. You know, I mean, that's that's a lot of work. Kevin Harvick got out of it. I mean, it's a lot of work to run a team. And if you don't want to run a team, family. yeah, if you don't want to do that, like if you want to just yeah. be a dad for Brexton when he gets that age and just enjoy it. Yeah, I
3: think we that maybe he would hang on to that thing, hang on to that stuff so Brexton could race in it. But maybe they've got something else worked out worked out for him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. maybe he's going to race for Spire.
1: Could be. Maybe Could
3: that's be. part of the deal. It's, uh, it's, so
1: we'll you see. You yeah. know, that's a heavy hitter. That's, I mean, they have what, 200 yeah. truck wins, Travis?
2: 100 truck wins. So here's the thing. Oh, 100. Oh, he's got 200 wins. Yeah, that's he's right. got 200 combined wins. So here's the thing. You asked where Spire's getting all this money from. I think they're getting it from Gamebridge. If you remember, Gamebridge signed on with that team last year. Uh, with Spire. And who else does GameBridge sponsor? Andretti. Andretti Autosport. And what happened yesterday? They're going to Formula One. They're going to Formula One. And what's possibly going to happen sooner rather than later? There is serious scuttlebutt that they may be becoming a partner in Spire Motorsports. Yeah. It'll be interesting.
1: So, I think Colton Hart is going to F1. Now that Mandretti's, yeah. it'll take him a couple of years, but
2: and the other thing, I don't think Kyle
1: is, Game, is there an indie group. Well, they're a financial Game?
2: partner, but yeah. they're
1: they're very okay. well tied into Andretti. I don't know if he's like on their board or owns part. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I know don't the know. finances there, but, but uh, Herda is an indie driver. Correct. Yes. Correct.
2: So here's the thing with Kyle, though, I don't think that they're getting the. Uh, manufacturer backing from Chevrolet that they were from Toyota. I think that has something to do with this. I think the bigger thing here is, though, his kids are getting older. He wants to spend time with them. Brexton is racing more and more. And let's face it, guys, his truck team is located in Mooresville. His cup effort, his day job is an hour up the road in Welcome. Yep. And I just think that he's spreading himself thin, and I'm sorry, if I own a truck team, which we know is not the most financially stable thing you can do, and somebody offers me 25 million bucks, I'm going to have to to stay on and consult and and, race with them and to stay on, consult and race. I'm going to have to, and to keep my employees I'm gonna have to strongly consider that offer. They'd be
1: fools not to keep the employees. I mean, yeah,
2: no, no, for sure. Yeah, but I know what
1: you're saying. Like you can, it's just a, it's a clean exit.
2: Yeah, good for
1: him. Some other news this week. I don't think we covered it, but Matty D, uh, I think we had said was out at Rackley War, but they've booted him from the ride. Um, I think was it Chandler Smith drove that truck at Talladega? Yeah. Yeah, and got a top five. And let's see, Sammy Smith is moving over to Junior Motorsports, living JGR, and the All-Star Race is coming back to North Wilkesboro. We've got our tickets. Yes. I love this next piece of information that Iowa is going to replace Auto Club in 2024. We knew Auto Club was going to be under construction, but I love that it's going to be another short track. Three-quarters of a mile, high banked. It's going to be like Richmond, but better. It may not be great, but I... It can't be worse than Texas or something like that. So so.
3: It's for next year. Yeah, twenty twenty four June I think.
2: Yes, June Father's Day weekend. Maybe we have to road trip it. June fifteenth and sixteenth. I've never been to Iowa. I've, I've always wanted to go. I'd yeah. love to go to. Um, yeah, it's the a field pretty field. state. It's also
1: yeah. a, a kind of a great state to kind of drive through. But we could go to the Quad Cities and go see John Deere and sit on the Mississippi and then head over to the Iowa Speedway. Yeah, any I'll, other news?
2: No, the only thing that I would say is with this Iowa Speedway news, it, it, it does two things. One, it means that we will not be going to Canada in 2024. That deal fell through from all into. Indi-
1: was there going to be a cup date or just the, just the Xfinity?
2: No, it was going to be a cup date. In at, Montreal? At Montreal. Oh, um, I didn't realize but that. But I believe that it, it gets a little tricky when NASCAR starts dealing with... Tracks or facilities that they don't own, and I think the financials didn't line up. We don't know for sure yet what the exact reason was that that didn't happen. Well, by the time this airs, by the time you're listening to this, I believe the cup schedule and likely the truck and Xfinity schedules will be released. Uh, rumor has it that those will be out this week. And we Wednesday. heard
1: Dale Jr. say last week he expects this to be the last Roval. So that's an interesting piece of information. Yeah,
2: but I heard Marcus Smith in an interview the other day say he doesn't think it will be. So I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. Yeah, he might
1: be doing damage control because, you know, Junior let the cat out of the bag.
2: Uh, Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's
1: talk Dega, trucks and, and cup there. Brett Moffitt returning to the truck series. Got a win in overtime and might be driving for that team next year because front row has not said who's replacing Zane Smith. Who's moving up to the cup series. Moffitt has done pretty well in the equipment he has in the Xfinity series, but just has never really broken through. And so maybe he might go back down. There was a lot of speculation about that on the broadcast. That
3: was a scary incident with uh, Zane Smith and the pits. Yes. Oh, that guy
1: got whacked. Yeah. Or he uh, apparently
3: messed up his transmission during that, um, isn't that crazy that hitting
1: a person knocks the transmission and ruins it? I thought that was. I mean, unless he was struggling anyway, to
3: stop it or something, or he put it. I, don't, I can't imagine he put it. In reverse well, the tire
1: twice. maybe the tire did hit the side of the car pretty hard, yeah. but it would be weird to like. That's the transmission's
2: buried up under the midsection. Yeah, I, that that whole situation was odd.
1: It really was poor. Matt Crafton and Grant Enfinger couldn't get out of their own way. Not, I mean, neither of those accidents were any of their fault. Grant hit Crafton twice, and <laughs> then uh,
3: Crafton hit Nick Sanchez. Well, we were going to get there. We're so, going to get there. So, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I did see it. Twitter was alive with that with some of that action for sure.
1: Yeah, so kind of a topsy-turvy time, uh, it, as we expected, and all every playoff race for the trucks has been won by a non-playoff driver, which I thought was interesting. So let's talk yeah. about the garage. Travis, you want to describe us uh, what, you, what, what happened there?
2: Yeah, so the interesting thing is normally when there's an issue on track, drivers get out of their car and either on pit road or back in the garage pretty instantaneously, If they're going to have fisticuffs, they happen. And typically, it's before TV gets off the air. And so, you know, we're able to see a portion of it. That wasn't the case this time, though. These fisticuffs took place quite a bit of time after the checkered flag fell. So what the drivers are saying is... Basically, Matt Crafton was unhappy with how Nick Sanchez was driving pretty much the entire race. And he Sanchez was being told, you know, look, if you keep driving like this, you're going to wreck a lot of people. And it turns out that at the end of the race, he ends up kind of causing the crash that wipes out Matt Crafton and about 10 other drivers. And so, well after the checkered flag, they're back in the garage, and Matt is kind of just... I think he probably thought about this for too long, and he just goes up, and Sanchez called it a sucker punch. And and there's no video of it. It's no, only
1: them being on the ground
2: yeah, after. No, there's no video of it. Possibly broke his nose. That was the initial report. I, I don't know if it did or not, but the end result was today NASCAR announcing that uh, Nick Sanchez fined $5,000, Matt Crafton fined $25,000. And Nick Sanchez's father has been suspended for the remainder of the season. His hard card has been revoked. In hearing an interview today with NASCAR senior vice president of competition, Elton Sawyer, before the penalty was announced, he said that one of the main things that NASCAR would take into consideration was the time between the incident on track and the incident off track.
1: Yeah, it's not like you just pull your truck to a stop, get out, and start throwing punches. No. Or you throw a helmet. You can't. You kind of understand those, even so, though they might be more... some premeditation there. Some premeditation. Yeah, yeah you had for 20 sure. minutes to go chase that guy down in the garage. Yeah. I don't know who's at fault there. It's hard to really know. Even if there was video, you probably would never know, but... I mean, let's be honest. you got an up-and-coming kid who's, who's got a lot of talent and probably was being overly aggressive. But at the same time, he's a rookie. I yeah. mean, what do you expect? It's yeah. his second time on I was going a... uh, well, to ask what it was that people had a problem with. I'm not I got... sure. He, I mean, aggressive. there were a lot of aggressive guys. And, and Crafton, sure. to Talladega. be honest, when you've been in every Talladega race in the truck series it might be time to to do something
2: else. When you've been in every truck race since the end of the 2000 season, it might be time to do something else.
1: So I think Crafton's a little cranky. He doesn't win anymore. He runs 12th every week. You know, time's passed him by. And and does it excuse what he did? No, but I can see where that frustration comes from. Anything else on the truck series, gentlemen?
2: No, I just, it's amazing to me the amount of, of the talent gap between the cup series and the truck series i mean on sunday we saw lap after lap after lap of three wide racing with no issues
3: well the first two stages of the truck race were pretty clean i
2: was like wow the first the first stage was clean second stage clean until
3: the last lap and then but they sure made up for it in the third stage. yeah
1: well, I, I also think those car, those trucks don't handle as well. No. Now, some of that's down to the driver. I understand that. But watching the in-car, I watched both races back-to-back Sunday night uh, on, on tape delay, obviously. And I watched the cup race first, and then I watched the truck race. And, man, those trucks move around. Yeah. Because they're big bricks. And so the air affects them so much more. And so I do think that when you put a much more unstable car or truck in the hands of 19 20 21 22 year olds you know you're gonna get you're gonna get some of that mess uh, to be honest if they'd run xfinity at talladega you probably see something relatively similar i mean the top 10 to 15 trucks have decent drivers even if they're young and they've got good equipment and then the bottom 25 trucks i mean they're just lucky to make it around right yeah. i mean they're just trying not yeah. to wreck every every lap let's talk cup ryan blaney about 12 thousandths of a second or something like that beats Kevin Harvick to the line, big wreck right at the end. But other than that, a relatively clean race, there wasn't really a big one no. until the, the end. Uh, yeah. I, I thought, you know, it was, it, it was interesting that, you know, all the green flag stops were gas and go. They ran that that race on three sets of tires. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. They went 500 miles on three sets of tires. And that's not a new track. That's an old, worn-out track. But tires just don't matter. Handling just doesn't matter. At one point, they ran three laps four-wide. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was great. This new car is much more stable, but they've got the raciness back in it. You could actually move. What I was shocked about, I'm interested to hear you two. Normally, you see the rim rider. Where everybody follows the Dale Jr. around and they just, or there's the bottom riders and that's it. But this time, all, they kept saying it, all three lanes, depending on the energy in the lane and what was working, could move forward and move backward. I thought it was very compelling. One of the best Talladega
2: races I've seen in a while. Uh, what did you guys think? I, Completely agree. And I think you saw that in the final numbers with 70 lead changes. Yeah. I mean, that's that's an incredible number even for Talladega standards. The record, of course, is 88. Again, a fascinating race. I love Talladega. I love Daytona. I think that style of racing is breathtaking. I would not want to do it. Yeah. But I love, to, I love watching it in person and you know, on television. M- Michael, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I I
3: totally agree. I couldn't have uh, put that in better words than what Travis did. I only was able to watch, I watched the last 22 laps. I, I did watch the last 22 laps live and I enjoyed every bit of it. I was really hoping that Harvick would somehow pull that out. But, um, and it was interesting, um, yeah, the three lanes at one time, uh, there was a Hendrick car at the lead of each, yeah. each of those lanes. And it changed at times there were, like one thing, like they got this up, So one of those cars is gonna win. And then to, to Blaney's credit, and, and we give Blaney a hard time. I guess I probably give him a harder time than most. He made a move there on the I guess it was the back stretch where he went from the high to the low. He had a hole, and then he led through that. He made a move when he had to, yep. and he finished it off. And I was really impressed with that from him. We don't see that bold move from him very often, and it was the right time to make it. And I, the last couple laps were just enthralling. I, I really enjoyed it. I wish we lived closer to one of those two tracks. Um,
1: yeah, because it's it is just a pain to get to. Yeah, Travis and I, it as is, you know, we is. did that last year. Getting home at two o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning—that that's for the birds. That's. I, I yeah. do think what's interesting. I always used to like Daytona better than Talladega, only because the handling made the racing more interesting. But with this new car, the handling means ends up that they just run single file because nobody has enough handling to pass in the upper or lower lane, depending on which one it is. But at Talladega, because the handling doesn't matter as much with the bigger sweeping turns, you can make any lane work as long as you can get lined up and get a few cars in it. And yep. so, it, ironically, it switched for me from being Talladega just, you know, a big crash fest of whoever wants to make the dumbest move to much more back to you know 20 years ago where there was so much more strategy about I mean the eleven car drove from the back to the front twice. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and you don't you don't see that at Daytona much in yeah. this new car, but you see it at Talladega. Guys have options, but I, I, I agree. I I like it. I think they're figuring out the car. Now the short tracks still kind of suck. But I do think they'll get there. I think they will. they're, they're going to have to diverge. You're not going to be able to show up and use the exact same platform at every tra- at every track like they kind of hoped to envision. But you're going to be closer than the old car. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're trying to do. So Blaney does win it. A couple of big pieces of news. And, Michael, I want you to talk about what you sent us earlier today about Blaney and his burnouts. But Rodney Childers took to Twitter yesterday, because the or maybe it was Sunday night, the four got disqualified for bolts of the windshield backing their way out, and I'm guessing that's a safety issue, not a not a not a uh, an advantage issue. Why would it be an advantage yeah. to have the windshield come off? Yeah. And he said, you know, we put those things in with thread lock, and we covered them over, and they still back themselves out. And I don't know what NASCAR expects us to do. They're not going to appeal, but. I'd never heard of that, so it's kind of glad that, that Harvick didn't win, so,
2: You know, but what do you know about right. this? So that would have been before, before you go on, let me ask you a question. I'll ask both oh. of you this. <laughs> if, you go Harvick, <laughs> if Harvick wins that race... No, they don't disqualify. Does I agree. NAS- I w- that was my question. Does NASCAR right. turn the other way? Yep. I agree. Yep, absolutely. I agree. Well, <laughs>
1: yes. I think they've got something yes. against Stuart Haas. They've just come down on the hammer with them all year. They have yeah. been penalized more than – I mean, Rodney's been suspended. The other cars – I mean, they have just – there's something going on there that they just – SHR is somehow pissed off NASCAR.
3: Yeah. Maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they unhappy with SRX run by one Tooney Stewart. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Maybe maybe i don't know that's i don't know I, or, I mean, or or really compete uh, on a Thursday night but yeah i'm not sure sh- i'm not sure yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know yeah i don't know how it would really hurt it they moved it away from Saturday night and it's yeah. only six weeks and it doesn't get near the numbers NASCAR i mean so maybe but it's just odd that i looked at that and i went okay that's a racing deal Bolts coming out of the windshield seems like it would add drag to the car. Maybe I'm maybe there's which an engineer would, that could call which in which
2: which would slow the car. That's down. That's right.
1: But maybe there's something that like doing that loosens it and causes airflow through somewhere else to give it better. I don't know. I I'm not an engineer. It's
3: uh, more, more more surface area for downforce.
1: Maybe, but you don't want downforce at Talladega. Mm-hmm. You want that thing to. F- I don't. I don't know. That's right. Me I agree. I don't right know. It. But tell me about the Blaney thing, Michael. So somebody asked him about why he doesn't do burnouts.
3: Yeah, and I, I guess this was his quote in the in the post race. He said, "Why don't you do? Why doesn't Blaney do you burnouts?" And he said, and I found this very interesting. And I, I mean, Dale Inman, who was the crew chief for Richard Petty, is that right? Yep. yep. Okay. He said, "Well, Dale Inman told me the winner of the Kentucky Derby doesn't get off the horse and start be- beating the shit out of it."
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm like, that's true. true. I mean, that's that, yeah. That is so interesting uh yeah it's great and uh i love that ryan blaney said that makes him a little less vanilla uh than i thought but yeah that's that's interesting but i think some people do that kind of stuff to cover up some things that they've done and we know that in the past i think there was a oh remember when jimmy Jimmy hit the wall yeah yeah i think it when when they don't burn out it's like well they got nothing to hide you know they're nothing nothing they're trying to cover up or, or burn up or anything and uh yeah, that's true. You don't you don't you don't uh You don't beat the that's horse. Great. Yeah. Yeah, you don't beat up and whip the horse at you. At the race. <laughs> that was just great. That was great. That's
2: I good. love it too that Blaney works really hard after winning a race to find a a young Ryan Blaney fan to give the chance. Yeah, flag I saw to. that. Yeah, that's right. He, that's he right. Does, yeah. he's done that for all of his wins and I, I love that. That's that's cool. I had a couple Do more options. Ob- Do you think they get a replica flag? I mean, I would really,
3: you know, if I didn't win very often, gosh, it'd be hard to get that flag.
1: I wonder what you, you, maybe, you know, you and I, that's where, like, you and I are a little bit different in terms of our nostalgia, right? Like, I just would want the trophy. Yeah, I think the trophy. I would just want the trophy. But I know what you're saying. Like, I'd want the checkered flag for my first win, my last win. So, but yeah, how would you know yeah. it's your last win? I guess Ron Blaney assumes he'll yeah. win again, but... Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I, I'd probably want to keep the helmets for my wins or something. But at some point, even if, you know, Ryan Blaney's won what, 10 races? Nine. That was his ninth Nine. win. Where well, are you going to put all that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you had a couple more observations there, yeah, Travis. Yeah,
2: so one of the main ones, and I fa- I don't know if you heard this or not, Andrew, but on the broadcast, Steve Letarte made note that you're not – penalized as much in the new car by pitting with smaller packs. If you noticed on Sunday, the guys didn't pit with twenty other people. They tried to pit with ten or less. And I found that I found that somewhat interesting.
1: Yeah, it seems like that thirty years ago, after about six cars got in the train, it got slower. Yep. And then, you know, five years ago, as many cars as you could get in the line was better. Mm -hmm. you know, and so all the manufacturers came down together and and now they've realized, you know, if you bring 20 cars down, the chances to speed or get behind somebody or yep. something. So I also think it was interesting how at the last pit Green Flag pit stop, it was not manufacturer based. It was just come with who, you know, come that, with who brought you.
2: That was going to be my last point. Yeah. You didn't see, even not just on the last pit stop, but throughout the day, like you didn't see. Ford's working necessarily with Fords. You saw, let me work with whoever can get me to the front.
1: Yeah, and I think the manufacturers probably have less pull than somewhere like the Daytona 500 where it's the opening race and they've had all off-season to talk to their drivers and there's this big... To me, it's like... I did see the organizations work together pretty yeah. well. I mean, yeah. RFK, 2311, right? not really Gibbs. You, and- knew,
2: you knew that Penske was going to do everything in their power to make sure that Blaney made it to the next round. Except for Cindric. he had a rough race.
1: Man, how yeah. long do you think he's going to stay in that ride? I know his dad's the chief of the IndyCar team. I understand that. But
2: my goodness. I, I think as long as... Is he the current Paul Menard of NASCAR? Yeah, but I don't... Ooh.
1: So, here's the yeah, thing. Right? Paul Menard had sponsorship money because he owns Menards. That sounded awkward. Don't, put, <laughs> don't 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 cut that out. Don't tell your wife. Yeah. Yeah! yeah. yeah! She owns, <laughs> but, I mean, maybe Cindric has lines that, you know, keep... But, you know, where are you getting $20 million a year to run that
2: two car? I don't yeah, know. That's I don't, a lot of money. I don't know. I, well, I don't know. But who else are they going to put in there? That's the... that's Ford, oh, uh, Ford has nobody.
1: Well, I know, but you could grab somebody. Yeah, that's true. You could true. grab I mean I'll so, do it. somebody can run better than Austin Centric's running. That's true. I that's, mean, hell, throw Matty D in it for a year, see what happens. Yeah, that's true. Um all right, let's move on to the segment segment, and then we'll uh we'll do a little bit of trivia and then we'll call it a day. So oh we gotta do picks too. Sorry. Yes. So talking about Kyle Bush and you know, Brad K closed his truck shop even though now he's cup owning. harvick closed his now kyle bush has closed his i mean is is this meaning that the truck series is coming to to an end or is it going to shift its focus in terms of away from
2: drivers earning truck teams um travis what do you think i don't know i mean i heard somebody and i i wish i could remember who said it but i heard somebody say that they feel like you might see more guys going from the truck series to the cup series because those two vehicles drive more similarly now now than an Xfinity car does to a cup car. So, (laughs) you know, before I heard that, I would have said, I'm very concerned about the truck series because I just don't know that owning a truck team is financially possible because you can't, by the time you pay the driver, the team, you know your sponsors it's not a 20 million dollar a year sponsorship i know back in the day and i'm sure it's more now i think you could probably run a truck series season on 5 million dollars and you know that's that's not a lot of money but if you're you know wrecking a lot of trucks that's a that's a lot of money and yeah. so you know I, how much money is there to be made in the truck series i think is the question that teams have to answer now for somebody like Thor Sport Racing, obviously they're able to make it work because they've been in the truck series forever.
1: Yeah, I think you're going to see it shift away from Cup owners. I, yeah, I think A, the Cup drivers aren't making as much. Yep. Right? There's not the heyday NASCAR anymore. So you're not having these guys make 90s and 2000s money. Yep. Inflation adjusted. That's what yep. I'm saying. You know, two, the cost of running the truck series is higher. There's yep. more races in the truck series than there were. Yep. The cost of everything is higher. And I think it detracts, there's so much more demand on drivers now than there ever has been with social media and interviews and press Mm -hmm. and this and that and the other. And my guess is sponsors are saying, look, if I'm going to give you $20 million a year for a, you know, loves travel centers, you know, for example, I don't want Michael McDowell running three series or running a truck series where 20% 20 of his brain is always outside the car worrying about his truck team. Right. You know, so I wonder if that's part of it. I don't think it means the end of the truck series. I think it just means a new iteration. But Michael, what are your thoughts?
3: I hope they don't get rid of it. Um, I enjoy I enjoy watching them race, especially in person. If I like, like we're going to Talladega next year, and I think we'd kind of bounced around the idea of definitely yep. going to the truck race and the Cup race, and maybe what doing something, you know, whatever. I mean, we definitely would definitely want to see the truck race. It's interesting. I don't I don't often need to see. I don't need to see the Xfinity and the Cup race. Uh, you know, I, I'd rather see one of the cup, the the truck, the do trucks run anywhere else. Like, is there an Arca truck series or anything no, like that? I don't Mm-mm. think there's anything. That's, that's the nope. only thing. And it's a yeah.
1: unique vehicle. I think that's part of the <laughs> yeah. cost is you can't, you can sell an Xfinity car to an Arca team. Yeah. You know, you can sell an Arca car yes. to a late model team. Like there's, I assume probably <laughs> yeah. the rough chassis of the truck you could probably sell, mm-hmm. but I agree with you. If I have to pick between the truck and the Xfinity series, whether to watch it in television or watch it in person, I take the truck yeah. series every time. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I do, th- too. I don't know what's going to happen with it. Uh, I hope it doesn't go away, but it definitely uh, – there's some heavy hitters getting out of it. Hey, uh, Travis, do you know what Grant's going to do next year? Has that
2: been announced? That, you has, know about that? that has not been announced yet. And Try it,
1: to not hit Matt, Matt Crafton, poor guy.
2: When I, Well, hey – as many things as he hit or got hit on Saturday, he still finished thirteenth, and he's only three points below the cut. Yeah,
1: he still got a great shot. He's had two horrible races.
2: Yeah, he's still three points below the cut, which is very doable going into Homestead. And he's pretty good at Homestead. So, so I don't know what he's going to do next year, but I would love it if he would come on blind spotting and announce, announce what he's going to do. And you know,
1: maybe he, you know, there is an opening at Front Row. There is a, probably an opening at Spire. You know,
2: is Heim coming back? I think Heim's going to JGR to the Xfinity series. Yeah, so I mean, there's an there's opening two right open- there. there's two openings there now. You've got Sammy Smith's ride, and you've got John Hunter Nemechek's ride.
1: I do feel bad for Rajah Caruth. I felt like he's starting to get a little momentum there at GMS, and now that's coming to an end.
2: Yeah, and I I did not put this in the news. Daniel Dye that runs the third GMS Xfinity, truck. He? He's going to the. Uh, tr- staying in the truck series, oh, okay. going to McAnally hilgeman Racing to be a teammate of Ekkes. Christian Eckes. Yes, yeah,
1: they're opening. That's a second truck. That's the first time they've been a second truck. Yep, yeah, yep. All right. Next question. Looks like we're replacing California with Iowa. Is that the track you have replaced it with, or would you have replace it something else? What do you think, Michael? If you controlled the schedule and you were replacing California, what would you replace it with? I really. I mean, do you? You got a multiple choice? You can uh, no. Anything. You can go
2: anywhere. I anywhere.
3: Th- I was thinking about this earlier. Like, is there somewhere I'd like to see a double where there's not a double mm-hmm. or a triple where they're, or they're going somewhere three times? Um, I don't know. It's like you, Travis, you said, I'd love to see. A, I mean, it'd be fun. I know there's already two Talladegas and two Daytonas. Uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, a, how many times they go to Atlanta? Once or twice? Twice. twice. already? Yep. Um, Darlington's already twice. Bristol's mm-hmm. twice. Marksville's twice. Let's see, where do they go once? They go to Michigan once. Yep. New Hampshire once.
1: Pocono uh, once, Dover wide. once.
3: Yep. Let's see. I don't know if I want to see another road course. Do they race at Kentucky?
2: Not yet. I don't that's... want to maybe see it. That's, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's
3: it. yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it because they get pretty fast there, and that's something we could go and see that's close to us. I mean, that's just a, a biased opinion, but maybe a Kentucky, something like that would be yeah. my answer. Yeah,
2: something like that.
1: What about you, Travis?
2: So for me, mine, mine is a little selfish because I never got to go to this track. Rockingham. Yep. Yeah. You nailed it. And they just repaved it. I know that there's been some talk about bringing NASCAR back. I know that when they got the truck series back several years ago, they ran there, I think, three years. And the fans, they showed up the first couple of years, but then they didn't show up the third year. And, you know, that's that's my, my, my concern with Iowa and with Wilkesboro. You know, fans have clamored for this. People showed up to wilkes last year. I think they'll show up this year. But you, you folks in Iowa that wanted this date, you better show up because NASCAR's proven with their new yeah. regime that if fannies aren't in the seats, they don't have to race there.
1: Well, it's only about three hours from Chicago. Yep. And I think we all know the street race is going away after next year. And I know they talk about going back to Joliet. That facility does exist. Mm-hmm. They've played around Milwaukee. They've played around Road America. They want that upper Midwest. And there's a lot of NASCAR fans. Having lived there for a long time, there are a lot of NASCAR fans. Yeah. I don't mind the Iowa choice. I would have preferred Road America. I think that's such a classic venue, and it's a long racetrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you guys don't like road courses as much as I do, but I would love to go to New Hampshire again. But. The problem I worry about with those
2: flat tracks is: God, are they boring with this new car? Mm-hmm. But New Hampshire have you been used. To new Hampshire? I'm sorry. No, he said have he would me? love for them to race twice there. I think.
3: Oh, okay. I I said I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know you. I was thinking, wow, you went to New Hampshire. You no, saw no, no, like no, together. no. I, I'm just saying I would love yeah, to have got, gone got, to
1: New Hampshire back when it. it was it raced like a big Martinsville, mm-hmm. and now it's follow the leader because yeah. of the right. Yeah. But so it's hard when you have a newer car and you're trying to figure out the tracks i mean dover's a great race i don't know that i would honestly i would love to see them take dover and make it 500 miles again like a big endurance kind of race yeah. i'd love That'd to see cool. that like the reason mm-hmm. they dropped it to 400 is because you didn't need to go there twice and run a thousand miles that was too much right but i don't think you can go i mean Rockingham would be cool um, I always love Nazareth Speedway. It doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. That was a really unique. I love Pocono because it's so different. It's just so different than anywhere else we run. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, that would be interesting to see. I don't
3: know. I don't think. I I don't think they'll go race a Cup race at Rockingham.
1: No, they probably race they, a truck race there.
3: Maybe a truck race because uh, I think what that would do it takes Darlington so away.
1: So it takes away from Darlington. That's right. Yep. Let me but ask this question. It, it kind of dawned on me. Do you think if they take Texas off the schedule this year, they reconfigure it like Atlanta?
2: It's not getting taken off the schedule. Everything I've heard, it's going to be Easter weekend. You think they'll
1: reconfigure it?
2: Possibly. It's either going to. No, I, no, I don't because, well. Possibly because if you noticed, IndyCar not going back there. Yeah. And that's the reason that NASCAR is not going to Road America next year for any of its three series. The thing that's really throwing the schedule for a loop is NBC is requiring a two week break for the Olympics.
1: And NASCAR was stupid enough to agree to it.
2: They did it in 2020. I'm
1: just saying, they were dumb enough to agree to it as part of the deal. Yeah. I mean, they did it. They've done it every time. I, they did yeah. it in 2016. I, but NASCAR should have put their foot down and said, no. But whatever, you know, we got a business to run, too, because people are going to watch the Olympics, whether or not the problem is they don't have broadcasters. They send absolutely all of their broadcasters over there. Yeah. Remember, Dale Jr. I think Junior is going. Of course he is, because people love him and they want to pull that audience in. So, you know, let's move on. Uh, The third segment segment, if I can get my phone to, to
2: work here. I had to stretch hard for this one.
1: So, a couple of weeks ago, Noah Gragson got reinstated by NASCAR. And I did see an interview with Jimmy Johnson that said, I mean, believe what you want, but Jimmy's moved to the UK, and I don't know, you know, Jimmy's never really lied to the media before, but he said, Noah came to us and told us he was leaving. Yeah, like, I believe that. And he said, that totally surprised us. We did not ask him to do that. hmm And by the way, shout out to Josefara, who's given that, ever since he's joined, they have run so much better. Yeah, they have. So you asked the question is where do you think Gragson's going to end up? Did you say that Jimmy Johnson moved to the UK? Yeah, he mm-hmm. lives with he lives with Dario Franchetti near Dario Franchitti and um, Ashley Judd. No, or, they're no, they're divorced. Uh, uh, what's the other guy? Another IndyCar guy. Scott Dixon. Scott. I don't huh. remember, but some friends that. he had. Yeah, I just read that he moved to the UK, and also remember the tragedy with his wife's family. Maybe the felt was. Yeah, great. I figured that. I yeah. figured the one thing led to the other. I just
2: didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. So his I, kids I, I, are in I, I, school I, 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 over I, I,
1: there, and and everything. But and he's involved. gonna run about
2: yeah. five to ten races for them next year. Yeah. Okay. Huh.
1: I think huh. they just needed the media to die down, where he didn't get asked questions about, which I. I 100% understand. If that had happened to any of us,
2: we would yeah, not want to have sure. to deal with that. But uh, what do you think is going to happen with Noah Gregson, Travis? Well, I thought that there was a pretty high chance that he went back to Junior Motorsports to drive the eight car. Until obviously, Sammy Smith did. Obviously, that's not going to happen. And, you know, frankly, I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything related to him does he go back to the truck series and try to rebuild his image i think he can make some hay there but then again if he struggles there then he'll never get back to. One that's one right yeah here's the here's the thing this is very similar to it to me to the kyle larson incident the difference is kyle larson was a successful cup series yeah, he'd already driver. had eight wins people knew that he had a ton of talent and so I don't know that I saw that in Gregson. You know, what's wrong with being a full-time Xfinity Series driver if he can well, find a ride? You know, maybe there's a seat open at Colleague. Maybe that's a possibility. Yeah. I don't know. I works, see him, uh, works him going back fine to it. Uh, works fine for a lot of guys yeah. down there, guy and some other ones. I and
1: mean, there's they, guys they that have gone drag- back down and come back up and done just fine. Yeah. I think he ends up with a middle-of-the-pack Xfinity team. The question is obviously going to be whether he can get any sponsorship. I mean, remember, people... Yeah. People yeah. still aren't sponsoring Kyle Larson, even with all the winning. He right. runs Hendrick cars a hell of a lot. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a business decision on Hendrick's part, you know, that that's a great marketing for that. Oh, uh, no,
3: there's not many cars as a result of it. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, and so maybe, yeah. may, but but I also wonder if they're doing that a little bit out of necessity, right? I can't imagine. Right. As, as well as he, he's been squeaky clean, and let's be honest, Yes, it was an unfortunate thing to say, but it was not set out of malice. It was set out of... How many times have we all made mistakes? I I really can't believe that a sponsor wouldn't sponsor a, a, a cup champion because he said... A terrible word two and a half years ago, and
2: he didn't say. Uh, he thought it was on a closed mic. Gr- no, Gragson said nothing. He liked something. So I'm no, not-
1: I know Gragson, but I'm talking yeah, about Larson, right? I, I, so Gragson's even less. But you're right; the talent is a problem. Here's the thing that I think hurts Kyle Larson never got into it before, with anybody before this happened, and he doesn't really get in. I mean, he we've talked about he needs to maybe get a little more aggressive with people like Denny. Yeah, Hingland. yeah. Gragson's a bully. Yeah. And so I think that hurt him. Mm -hmm. So the Mm -hmm. threshold for what was acceptable behavior for him was lower than it would have been for somebody else. And so I I think that's part of the part of this. Now, we all loved it when he was sitting there throwing shade all over Ty Gibbs. I mean, that was great. Mm -hmm. That was great entertainment. But he, he does, I don't think he's made it easy on himself, and maybe he just wanted a clean break. Maybe he also saw where he, Legacy didn't that, tell him that
2: they were switching manufacturers and he wants to stay in Chevy. That was going to be my question. Do you think that him opting out of his deal had something to do with the fact that he was tired of running 30th every week?
1: Well, they're not running 30th now. No. I think it might have had to do with the fact that he wanted to stay in a Chevy, or he didn't like the way the organization was going, or I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. And he may fair. have decided to cut bait and just start over. We'll see. I, I don't think. I, here's here's what I think. I don't think it's an easy answer. No, I don't either. You know, I I, but I, I do not expect him to be in cup. Why do you,
2: Why do you think I asked the question? Yeah, exactly. a Good
1: one. <laughs> so let's talk picks. Got the roval this weekend. Just an Xfinity and cup. Michael, you got any picks for us for Xfinity at the roval?
3: Let's see, there's a lot to choose from, but it's really hard to it's really hard to get away from some of these top guys. Um, I think it's gonna be uh, John Hunter Nibic.
2: I really do. Yep. Travis. This is gonna come back to bite me. I'm glad I'm not putting any money on this, but he's been good on road courses all year. Sam Mayer.
1: Ooh. That was uh, I was that was in the
3: back. I almost went there.
2: Uh, that was he was bouncing around. The, I don't. I don't. Uh, that's a good one. I like
3: that
1: one. I'm going to take the sentimental favorite and take the 48. Parker Kligerman. He's going to spike it.
2: All right. I don't I like
1: really it. think that's going to happen, but I wish it would. I, he's just likable. The num
3: the number 48 has run well in Charlotte. Before. Yes, it has. Yeah, it it's has. owned
2: that track. All right, let's talk mm-hmm. Cup. Travis, who you got in Cup? There's so many people you could pick here. He's not going to go winless all year. The nine.
1: Yeah, I just don't see it, man. I wish, I wish I could agree with you, uh, Michael. Who you got? I also had the nine. Okay. Yeah, I did. I think I think he's been knocking on the door. He's been
3: close. They've been more competitive here lately, and I think he's going to. Uh, I think he's going to get done this weekend. That, that I, hope so. well. I hope so.
1: I hope so. I'm going to go out a little bit on left field. I'm going to say the 19. Oh. I don't know why. I just feel like I don't know. Michael doesn't agree. I,
2: <laughs> so so
1: no,
3: I, just, I, I, don't think, I don't I don't I don't I don't think karma is in his favor right not, now. Yeah. It's not.
1: It's not. By um, the way, Danica I got fired from Sky Sports. Oh.
3: For, for what mean, she said. But also kind of respect her for having the guts to say it.
1: I do too, um, but I
3: don't I didn't agree with what she said. I didn't agree with what she said. There was some things she could have left out of that statement. We won't get into the it's related to cherry Pollux if you're listening to this and and Martin's statement about about her and how it didn't come across as very heartfelt, long term. And and I, when I first read, it, I was like, eh, "That could that should have and could have could have and should have been more than it was." And then uh, Danica was a very uh, very clear about her disdain and, and disagreement with the statement. So it that, was the that, last line that got
1: her. If she had just said, "Sounds like it was written by a PR firm and that sort of thing," I think that would right. been a fair criticism. I think, and I don't recall what that last line was, but. I just
3: thought always thought he was a bad guy. I never did like him or something and, like and that. Then there was, but there that was that.
1: one other thing that kind of went, ooh. I remember thinking, ooh. Yeah, well.
3: But, you know, but but all right. that's all right.
1: She'll be fine. She'll be fine. So, yeah. you know, if Sky wants to fire her. That's fine. I think nobody over there even knows who Martin Truex
2: is. So, if I can squeeze a dark horse in for the weekend, we saw him win there last year, the 20.
1: Bell, huh? Um, yeah, yeah, I yeah, just. Yeah.
2: That's I, not crazy. If they can get their pit crew straightened out. Well, it's not even the one they had. They keep no, changing pit crews like diapers on babies. I know. Um <laughs> but and remember, remember this weekend I love that. <laughs> stage breaks are back. So we're gonna have stage breaks at lap twenty five and lap fifty this weekend.
1: Yeah, and what that's gonna mean because the roval's so tight is get ready for double digit cautions. Maybe. It's going to be a... And, and that's okay. I mean, it, you know, it just... Because they're not going to be able to get spread out again. That's right. So that's, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. And that's okay. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Bristol has cautions. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying it's not going to be like Watkins Glen where it's... Or a Formula One race where it just runs green the entire time. And I understand why people think that's boring. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Let's... um. I think for our green-white checkers, since we're coming up on the hour here, uh, why don't we just do the card? Is that good, Mike, did you have something? That's fine. There? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm good with that. Absolutely fine with that, yes. All right, here we go. Who All sponsored right. Neil Bonnet and Dave <laughs> Darlington in 1977? Was it Army, Navy, or Coast Guard?
3: Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'll go with Navy.
1: I'll go Coast Guard. I'll go Army. <laughs> Here's the Army. All right. Does the Coast Guard really need that many people? They got to... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who won six straight poles at Talladega from 85 to 87? Elliot, Yarborough, or Allison? Elliott. Got to be Elliot, right? Yeah. Michael? Uh, Allison. It's Bill Elliott, yeah. Okay. I okay. just went different. I just went different. Yeah, and then uh, <inaudible> where was the first Winston Cup race held in the state of Ohio? Dayton,
2: Cleveland, or Canfield? I think we all want to say Canfield, but I'm going with Dayton. I think it was in Canfield.
1: All right. I'm going to say Cleveland. Canfield in 1950. I don't even know where Canfield is.
2: Huh. No. It, it, it might be close to Mansfield. Mansfield Motorsports Park. You remember the truck Well, series? but in
1: 1950, that's 73 years ago. I get it. I, I get it. I mean, there's not very many things left from then. I mean, my father is left from then. He By the way, happy belated birthday, <laughs> Yeah, Fred. 73. What was, this is funny because I don't even know who this is. Oh, boy. What was Buddy Schumann's real first name? <laughs> I don't even know who Buddy uh, Schumann is. Does what anybody I, know who was, that is?
2: I, I've heard the, the name. Was, what are uh, the choices? Clarence. There are no choices. Clarence. All right. I think it was, I think it was Ralph. I looked.
1: It's Lewis.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. I had the L part correct.
1: <laughs> you did. That was. All right. I, I, who is he?
2: I can't remember. I'm sure he's one of the original people. I've never heard that name. There's an award named after him, I believe, called the Buddy Schumann Award. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of that that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've
1: been watching NASCAR for over 30 years, just like Michael has. I've never heard of that guy.
2: I think there's an award named after him that they give out at the end of the year.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe it's the Mr. Irrelevant Award for NASCAR. So, that's our picks for the Roval. Um, Make sure you listen to rambling about racing for next week so that yes. they can they yeah. can tell you all about it and then after that we go to where for the first not homestead vegas first, vegas then homestead then martinsville yep. then then phoenix yep. real quick travis any scuttlebutt is it going to be back at phoenix
2: the championship next year, yes they've already announced that okay.
4: yeah yep.
2: so the cla- what we know about the schedule to this point the clash will be Uh, On February 4th, back at the Coliseum, we know that Daytona 500 will be the 18th of February. We know that the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Oval will return on July 21st, Brickyard 400, 30th anniversary. Can it be the 30th anniversary if you didn't run it in the middle? It's the 30th anniversary of NASCAR Indy.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess it's 30th anniversary, but you always yeah. think of it being like 30 races. Right.
2: No, 30th anniversary of NASCAR at Indy. And then we also know that the championship race will return to Phoenix. And There's a lot of other things that we think we know.
1: There are a few things confirmed. I saw a couple hey, of Austin different races. Oh uh, yeah, yeah all star race at yeah. North Wilkes And there's a couple of people, a couple of tracks that have sent out ticket renewals. I don't remember which ones, but but they and and we know that,
2: that we know that Iowa's date is Father's Day weekend. Yeah. So.
1: All right. Well,
2: again, I think listen.
3: Bristol is one of those. I think oh. Bristol was one of those. I think I got an email today about renewing for 24.
1: Yeah, and Bristol's going to so. be back on the on the paper on
2: the cement. Uh, yes, the concrete. on the concrete. So. Yeah. All, all right. righty. Well. Take us out, Travis. Well, that's our episode for tonight. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the racing from the Roval, and we will see you next time on Blind Spotting. He's
3: going to try to slide